what it feels like. Right. And, and again, you're saying that there's no ego involved in the zone. Not at uh, all. The, the ego has no no place in the zone oof. because your spirit takes over. Your your connection with the source, it takes over. So you become a, a, a vessel or instrument. So you're allowing for the energy to flow through you, right? Yeah. And so by aligning your mind, your body, and your spirit, you know, the, the body is already always doing the work. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr., and I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the game beyond the game talk that talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. Awesome. And if you wouldn't mind, can you share that the quote that you shared on Clubhouse the other day that knocked some people's socks off and blew their minds about being grateful and greatness? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I said, um, um, if you want to reach a level of greatness, you got to be grateful. And I said to people, I said, um, now what I just said, it may go over your head and that's OK. Because it was not intended for your mind. It was intended for your heart. So, oh. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, so. I love it. I love it. You know, that's, that's how we're kicking off this episode of Game Beyond the Game Presents Talk That Talk. You could be anywhere, but you're here with us. So congratulations, you made it. <laughs> you're hey. in the right place. <laughs> so, Prince, something that we have not talked about intentionally just yet has been uh, your, your award-winning book. Mindfulness for the ultimate athlete, mastering the balance between power and peace. That's what we want to talk about today. That's what I love to ask you some questions about today. And I'm going to hop. Yeah, I'm going to hop right into it specifically to discuss the zone like in the book. And it's really cool because in the book also, you know, there are, you know, drawings, you know, as well, diagrams and so forth for people to to uh, to read and and learn how to breathe and so forth. So I, I love that. The, the other piece, you know, discussing the zone, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read an excerpt from the book that really inspired me when I have more of this conversation. So it says, in 2003, I was a sophomore at Georgia Tech, and by that time, I spent two years as a walk-on. After a series of circumstances that finally did lead to a scholarship, I became the team's starting running back and was about to face our biggest opponents of the season, Florida State. It was an away game, and we all knew their home crowd was intimidating and the noise so deafening that it would be hard to hear our own thoughts. Mm. The zone, man. Take me from there. Oh, you're taking me back to that moment, man. Take me from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, in 2003, man, I was a walk-on. number seventh on the depth chart, and um, I just became the starting running back at Georgia Tech. So it's funny because um, I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of a transition. You know, and what I mean by that is like a, a transition. You have to be able to take your mind, your body, and your spirit with you, right? And so um, 
uh, and we all go through, through through transitions in life. And so around that time, I was I was trying to figure out how to be the starting running back. I got the position, so my body is there, my mind wasn't there, you know, my spirit was there, but it was still convoluted, or um, it was a it, it, I wasn't able to see clearly because it was my mind made it murky for my my spirit to be able to 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 have the desire right the, the, the initial desire that i had you know to be able to live into that moment and so for me uh it, it was it was i was asking myself like how do you become the starting running back at georgia tech because i still had the walk-on mentality i just became a walk i mean you know i just became i was from walk-on to now the starter and the scholarship player so now i'm like okay well, what does a starting running back do? You know, like I, I I had these ideas when I was in high school because I was a starting running back in high school. But when you get to a new platform and in, in, in college, you know, now I get put in the back, you know, and I, I'm um, of a depth chart. Right. So now I'm working my way up. And as I'm working my way up, my mindset is not not is not changing as fast as the as 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 the um, <clears throat> as you know, as, as a transition happens. Yeah. Right. And so um, 2003, you know, I, I got dubbed the uh, starting running back at Georgia Tech. Uh, I think we played two games before we played Florida State. Um, we played BYU and Auburn. We ended up beating Auburn. We lost to BYU. That was our first game. We lost to BYU, beat Auburn. And so, you know, I started gaining a little bit of confidence. So I'll never forget, um, man, that, that night, uh, well, like leading up to the game, there were a lot of moments that aligned me with knowing I was going to do something incredible. You know, prior to that, I was watching film with my coach and he w- he was talking about, look, look, look at those guys, man. He's like, you know what? Those guys, he stopped the camera. He looked at everybody. My, my, my coach, Co- uh, Curtis Mockins, man, uh, the running back coach or the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. You know, he, he, he said to me, um, he stopped, he stopped the tape. He said, he talked to all the running backs in the room. He was like, look here. He's like, they, they say those guys are no different than us. He said, we can go out there and beat them. He said, they don't go into no, no phone booth and put no, no tights on and no boots on and come out with a cape. He said, they don't do that. He said, so you need to know, he said, Florida State, who who is Florida State? Oh, man, that had me pumped, man. <laughs> had me pumped. You know, no, man, to put things in the proper perspective, too. Like, they are they are they, just like us. Just like Except, us. Right. Just like us. Don't you be intimidated by them. So that that, that was a, um, that, that solidified in my, in my brain and um, and in my, in, in my confidence uh, pool and my confidence bank, right? So Love I stored it. that. Um, I spoke to I spoke to my uncle prior to that, and he was telling me, "Man, you, um, like you need to rely on your speed, man. You fast, man. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop sticking out the stiff form. You know, rely on your speed." So you know, as, as these uh, uh, amazing, yeah, yeah, amazing conversations and moments happen, you know, led up to the game, and and as the game came along, uh, you know, I I just knew that something incredible was going to happen. I will never forget our chaplain Derek Moore. Shout outs to him who who is now um, one of the coaches and uh, motivational speakers at the South Carolina uh, Gamecocks. Um, um, he man he he told his story of David and Goliath, which is one of my favorite uh, stories in the in the in the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving Earth. And 
and he was like, um, and David and Goliath. And so he 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 would show uh the score of Georgia Tech and Florida State, you know, those previous games. And 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 we we didn't beat them. Um, I think at that time our, our record was like one in ten um with them. And so he was just like, you know, he's like, we couldn't beat them in, in 1990 something, but it's okay. And he crumbled up the paper. And he's like, because we're going to turn this to a stone. And I'm over there, my legs shaking. I'm like, ooh. And I'm looking at everybody like, y'all not feeling this? I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling like I've been moved, like everything. So right now, as you can see, what I'm explaining to you is that my spirit woke up, right? Yeah. And so, again, my mind is still a bit convoluted on, you know, how to be a starting running back. But my body is there. Right. So this is all about transition as well. So as 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 I hear that sermon uh, that that night, one of my me and my, my roommate, Ajinavia Azimafe, you know, Ace is what we call him. You know, shout out to Ace. And uh, we, we, we're in the room, we're in a hotel room and we decide to put on some music. Um, we, we, we put on a Marie. Um, I forgot the name of the album. I want to say all I have. And uh, we listened to that whole album throughout the night, put it on repeat and we, we listened to it and I'll never forget. I had an out of body experience and it's something that I was familiar with because I had something, I had something similar to this when I was five years old. I mentioned it in my book early on. Um, when I, when I, when I learned how to ride my bike, ride? yeah, without training wheels for the very first time. And so I had a similar dream. And so this night, man, I had a dream that I was that I, I could that I was going to score a touchdown in the game. And when I say I had an out of body experience, it was like I my, like my like my soul or my spirit was outside of my body and I could see myself on the bed and I looked like I was I was like a dog. You know how, how yeah. dogs they run it, yeah. you know, they the rabbits or whatever else. You know, I can see myself, my legs are moving. I'm just <clears throat> trying to run. And, I, and, I, and in my dream, I scored a touchdown. So uh, the next morning, you know, the sun ray was beaming into the room. And I just remember my eyes just popped open. I'm going to score a touchdown. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Right? That's exactly what I said at that moment. I just knew it. So now we, we we get to the game and uh man, it's electrifying, man. If you ever been to the Florida State uh stadium, I mean that they, they have that seminar, he's riding on the on the horse, he comes into the middle of the field, he raises up that that spear, he's he stakes it in the ground, and the crowd go crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and the crowd went crazy, and I remember it, and I was just like, let's go. Let's go. I love it, man. Um, I, I I looked at the film uh or I looked at the game on TV and they were talking about you know Georgia Tech doesn't have a running back, you know, or a running game. Uh they haven't established that yet. They don't know who their running back is. They have the starter, his name is PJ Daniels, he's a walk-on. So well, we'll see what what, what they can produce. Right. So, man, um, you know, I, I went in and I told one of my coaches, uh, Austin, and I was just like, Austin, I'm going to score a touchdown today, man. I could feel it. I could <laughs> feel it. You know, so at this moment in time, I'm not really thinking about how to be a starting running back. I'm just going off of my spirit, off of my desire. Yeah, the title meant nothing. It didn't mean anything compared to your spirit, your drive, your effort. The title meant nothing, your dream. 
I, see, I saw it first, right? They say in order for you to achieve something, you have to see it. I was able to see it. And then it, it, I was able to conceive it. Yeah. Woo! That was, hey, man. Conceive <laughs> it, believe it, achieve it. Look, it, it, it was so no one could tell me no one could tell me anything. So that's why visualization is a very huge part when it comes is a very huge component when it comes to to, to the zone. So um, um, the game begins, man, I'm out there. I'm, I'm I start the game off. As if like Florida State, y'all don't know who, who y'all messing with, man. <laughs> you know, came out during the game. You know, they tossed me the ball. I, I ran a couple plays, uh, made somebody miss, spun off somebody, ran somebody over, jumped right back up before the defense can get up. They was like, man, who this dude is? Who is this dude? Who is this dude? You know, I'm 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 back at the huddle, like, let's go, let's go. They don't want none of this, they don't want none of this, man. So the game, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a um it's it's a back and forth battle. The game, man. We going for halftime. It's six to zero. Six to zero. We kick two field goals. Georgia Tech is up. All right. So um, that they didn't score until like the third quarter. All right. So after we came out from halftime, um, uh, 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 Florida State they end up scoring. So now the score is seven to six. And the whole time I've been trying, like, man, when must call my touchdown? I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Man, like, what's going on? Because everybody was telling me, you like one, one, one shoestring away from, um, from, from scoring a touchdown. You know, one shoestring tackle from, from scoring a touchdown. I was just like, man, when is this going to happen? Like, I know it's going to happen. I saw it in my dream. So, uh, fourth quarter came, and 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 my bro, uh, uh Ruben Houston. Oh man, uh, man, Rico Richie. Shout out to Rico Richie. Yeah. <laughs> he he made an interception uh on Florida State's two-yard line and ran it back to like the midfield. Right. Man, we're going crazy. It was like, let's go. You know, let's go ahead and put this game up. I mean, let, let's let's get it over with. Score six to seven. And man, um uh we got the ball back. We ran a couple of plays. And I was just, I said, I remember saying to myself, like, man, when is this? When is this touchdown going to happen? And I'll never forget at that moment, I remember I could feel myself taking a nice deep inhale and I held it and then I exhale and I relaxed. And when that happened, I just remember the quarterback saying, Blue eight. Blue eight. Oh, the quarterback was Reggie Ball. He was like, Blue eight. Blue eight. Said, Hut, and when he said hut, I took a step to my right, and I remember when I took that first step, everything was like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, I was like, All right, where am I? And I remember putting my hand up, and he put the ball in my pocket, and I'm looking, and the Florida State defense just over pursued to the right, I counter left. And man, I cut it back so hard, but my my lineman, Leon, Nat Dorsey, Andy, Brad Honeycutt, they opened this wide hole. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I just felt myself just go back, just like that. I'm just like, whoa. I'm running through the hole and I'm looking at people. I'm looking at the linebackers. Some of them failed because they over pursued. You know, some of them made sure that they, that they uh, held their, maintained their position, their lane, and they started chasing after me. 
man, I shot through the hole. Whew. And as I'm running, I'm like, look at all these people. I was like, they, oh, they going first round. Those are first round linebackers. I was just like, man, so what? Who cares? Like, let's go. You know, so I'm running. And as I'm running, there's a defender coming to me from um, from my left side, a DB. Uh, he, he's coming from my left side. And I, 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 I remember, I mean, I was, I was going to stick out my stiff arm. But as I told you prior to that, my uncle said, hey, man, stop sticking out the stiff arm. Rely on your speed. So this is going on in my head for like that whole scenario played out in my head. But it played out in my head. It had to play out in my head in like one tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a second. It sure felt like forever, though, as you're going through, you can see it calmly, process everything calmly. It's like Neo in the Matrix. Everything slows down. Time did not exist. Because everything was happening so fast, but in my mind, it was so slow that I could think of every single thing. I could have recited the ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have counted from 100 down to zero, right? Um, um, and and so as I'm running, that came into my head. And if you ever watch the film, you can see me like attempt like, to yeah, put the. I brought it back in and just took off running. I was like, let's go. Ah, ah, let's go. And you know, I was like, feet don't fail me now. I was like, oh, so now I've broke. You know, I'm I'm out, I'm out in the open field. This is my longest run, you know, as a walk-on because I'm so used to getting tackled. So, you know, now I'm like, oh, I'm running. I was like, oh, running. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I'm, as I'm running, you know, I'm bracing this other defender who came from the other side of the field, hauling tail, man. They averaged about a 4-3, you know, um, 4-3 in the 40-yard dash for their, for their DBs at the time. And and he was hauling tail, man. So we met at the three-yard line, and we both jumped at the same time. Oof. And so at that moment when we jumped, Everything slowed down again because, like, because I broke out of the zone when I started realizing I was like, "Oh shit, I'm actually running." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, like I'm still running, I'm still running." This is happening. This is happening. <laughs> this is happening. So I get to the three yard line, and at the three yard line, I dive, I, I, I jump, Oof. and everything slowed down again. Now, now all of this happened in my dreams. Whew. In my dream, it looked amazing the way that I dove. I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. But in real life, it didn't look like that. It never you know? looked like that in real life. It wasn't as wasn't as glamorous. <laughs> wasn't as glamorous. Like when I when I saw the picture, I was holding on to the ball like this. <laughs> but in my dreams, I had the ball, you know, laid out in front of me. It was like a, a, it was like a, a you know a perfect picture. And so um, I dive into the end zone. And when I dive into the end zone, it's like, boom, boom, boom. I hit the ground and my head was bobbing. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I couldn't hear anything. I was just like, man, what happened? You know, like, what happened? And I remember one of my teammates, he came over. Oh, like, he, he, um, he, he, he was standing over me. And he grabbed my shoulder pads. He was rocking me like thinking like that. I'm like, like, what's going on? <laughs> and I couldn't hear anything. I could not hear anything. And I was like, did I score? And he was like, get up. I was like, huh? Get up. It was almost like I got knocked out. 
right? Yeah. And now, now I'm coming back into consciousness. And he was like, get up. I was like, did I score? He's like, did you score? He's like, you hear that shit? You hear that? <laughs> and you know, like, the, so now it's like, boom, now you're tuned back in. Like, I'm back like, in. Goes, like white noise. And all of a sudden, in a snap of a finger, you're back. I'm back. And now the, the band is in the back, you know, um, the, the Florida State Stadium, quiet. And then our band just struck it all like, I'm like, oh, I'm the starting running back, baby. <laughs> Yo, see it in order to be it. Yes. You got to visualize it, man. So, you know, that, that was like my my second or third moment with the with the zone, experience the zone, you know, in my lifetime. Um, and then I had other moments where I really started to study it and dive into it deeper. But yeah, that was just from sheer will and determination and desire and 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 seeing a dream and it becoming a reality. So I, at that moment, I was able to live into my reality, which is another word for the zone. Love it. Reality and another word for the zone. And, you know, the amazing, man, thank you for sharing that. I think, and for those who are kind of wondering what the zone is, it's generally what I understand from research. It's like you almost miss, you see it as it's happening. It's almost slow motion. But you, as it's happening, it all feels surreal. And then it's over. You look back like, did that just happen? It, it, did that sound familiar, familiar to you, Prince? Yeah, it's almost like, uh, how did it happen? Like, what what just happened? Like, wow, I just felt like that, that, wow. And so, you know, a lot of times most people would say, oh, man, that was God or that had an out-of-body experience or, or like I was in the flow stage or I was in the zone or I was in this reality. You know, it, it's and it's all of the above. It is all the above. It's, a, you know, the, the positive automatic uh, automation of your ability and your spirit. And like when you take the handoff, that's a little piece of the, of the zone because you do it without thinking. It's a part of now it's dialed in your subconscious. A shooter like Steph Curry doesn't necessarily think about shooting. He just shoots. He's just in his in his zone, not over, not overthinking. Yes. And it feels like there's peace in that place. Yeah, it's it's peace. You're in a state of bliss. Look, you are in the zone. You're in bliss. You're in joy. You're in joy and in love with the process. So all being in the zone is being in a place of bliss. Most wow. people say it's a place of, of, of being in a neutral space, and it is. But when you're in a neutral space, you're in a, you're in a place of bliss. So right. you're in the zone, in love, in joy, enjoying the process, all of the above. Oh, man. And you also mentioned in the book, and I'm going to run through uh, a couple of things. That, like there's no ego involved. You just do the work and create the conditions for the zone to appear. I like that. I, I like As you told that story, and for those of you all listening, watching, experiencing this right now, you know, the zone can happen anywhere in any profession. And certainly in athletes are more familiar because it's more discussed in, in athletics, but it's in everything. But the intentionality when Prince is talking about the story obviously goes back to, you know, learning how to ride a bike The you know, the training wheels are off to this moment and leading up to the game, all that, whether it's playing the music, that was a part of it. So like the zone didn't happen on accident. 
Mm-mm. Like it was all, it was all premeditated, so to speak. And then you realize, oh, like, oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. And, and you also mentioned uh, some some folks that you've witnessed in the zone. I'll name these names and just and when I get done naming the names that you have in the book, let me know what you think is special about this list of people in terms of the zone. So we see Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant, Calvin Johnson Jr., Megatron, Peyton Manning. Uh, Hold on, more- let, me, let me, let me, Kobe Bryant. When he scored his 81 points, uh, you could tell that he was in the zone. Like, <laughs> like I mean, he, he wasn't even, at that moment in time, it was just like he didn't want his teammates to take no shot. Not, not mean that he was selfish, but he was like, I pass y'all the ball and you keep missing it. Just give me the ball and just, just kept shooting. Boom. Like I can't miss. Boom. I'm not going to miss. Boom. Like I am this basketball. It is an extension of me. Goes into the hoop. You know, just playing at a higher level than everyone else. It's so amazing too. When you mentioned that. And uh, usually when I've, you know, seen cats in the zone, it's like everyone else seems more, I won't even use the word impressed, but more mm-hmm. overwhelmed than the person that's actually in the zone. Like they're getting, like they're literally getting to see it, to watch, to experience what's happening. But the person, it kind of, back in the day with MJ, Michael Jordan hit like the six threes in the first, against Portland, whatever it was, he's like, I, <laughs> you know, it's. Right. And that, that shrug became famous, but you find that in the zone, like, you, yo, did I score a touchdown? Like, what happened? Like, I don't care, but, yo, what happened? Yeah. And that's what I also find just super, um, again, incredible about having the discussion about the zone and what it feels like. Right. And, and again, you're saying that there's no ego involved in the zone. Not at uh, all. The ego has no, no place in the zone. Oof. Because your spirit takes over your your connection with the source it takes over so you become a a a vessel or instrument so you're allowing for the energy to flow through you right yeah and so by aligning your mind your body and your spirit you know, the, the body is already always doing the work. That's what you're prepping for. That's what you're working out to do. That's, you know, as a, as a, as an athlete or as yeah. anyone, you know, um, as, as a speaker, as, as, as a, 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 um, a lawyer or, or a doctor, just anyone, a high achiever, you know, you are a, making sure that your body is in alignment with what you need to do. So you, 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 um, per- perfect these skills. And then your mind is 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 like okay, I'm trying to figure out how to do it, how to do it, and the the the, the spirit and the heart is like just let go. We'll show you how to do it. You've already done it so many times. You know, <laughs> look, the zone is here, and and basically what, what happens is the zone is all around us, but we're distracted from the zone because we are in these characters and these roles of our everyday life, right? Oh. Like. You know, as an adult, as a parent, uh, as an athlete, as a student, as as so so you have all these other distractions, which is kind of like perfect distractions because it's helping you get closer to your goal. But if you want to be aware of the zone, you have to do an exercise that makes you aware of the zone that's around you. Once you start becoming aware of it or you heighten your level of awareness, then you become familiar with the zone and you're like, 
that's the zone. And you, and you start learning how to live with the zone and live in the zone. Live in the zone. I know we're about to, to close out. So what came to me then was also uh, you can be intentional about living in the zone, being in the zone. And then like the trust piece, mm-hmm. like you already, you've been here, you know how to do all this stuff. Nerve, right. like this is automatic. This is on automatic. So automatic. What Malcolm Gladwell say? You know, you put in your ten thousand hours, right? You yeah. put in your ten thousand hours. Bruce Lee said, it. "He's just like I'm not afraid of the guy that knows ten thousand kicks, but I'm afraid of the guy that can that knows one kick that can do it that has done it over ten thousand times." <laughs> he may he may just kick right, boom, like that's when everybody runs. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true man oh that's so real you know and, and folks sometimes are afraid of committing to that one thing that right. they can crush but committing to the zone is committing to that one thing uh will change someone's life exponentially is that is that safe to say that if someone is committing to to achieving the zone that that could be a great place for them to be yeah most definitely man most definitely Love it, it man. Go ahead. It's, it's something you know, like you don't like words are powerful. So, you, like when when you say achieving the zone, it's more just becoming aware of the zone, so then they can flow with it. Because it's always there, as you just said. It's always there. It's like a wave, right? Like for a surfer, it's like you know they're on their surfboard, and like uh, when is the wave going to come? When is the wave going to come? And when you know that it's coming, you start pedaling. You start, you know, pedaling, and then all of a sudden you prep yourself, you prep yourself, it comes underneath you, you stand up on your board and you start surfing, you know? And so the zone is similar to that, man. You just got to be, you become aware of it instead of achieving it. Love it. Be, become aware of the zone. Man, any final thoughts, words as we get out of here after having this discussion on the zone? I feel like it's conversation we could have more of so i look right. forward to it as well but <laughs> we should have a part two or something yeah we could definitely have a part two um um you know my final words is just uh just align your mind your body and your spirit and the way to do that is by spending time with yourself you know uh, practicing uh meditation and mindfulness like in the morning time and what that does that creates an anchor for you uh, Kobe Bryant had mentioned it uh, when he was talking about practicing meditation and uh, it allows for you to anchor yourself to know exactly throughout your day what you want to put your energy into. And when you start to become more mindful of what you put your energy into, whether that's conversations, arguments, you know, uh, conversations about money, uh, business, um, b- becoming a better you. Uh, the minute you, you you start to become more mindful of that, you start pouring your energy into something and the return on your investment of your energy is becoming aware of the zone. And, and, and when you realize that, then you start realizing like your superpower and what you can do. So um, just remind people, spend time with yourself in the morning time and be consistent with it, whether it's it's whether it's one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, or 30 minutes or an hour. Um, just continue to keep doing it. And you will start to realize like the amazing things um, 
that you are connected with and you'll start to realize that you're anchoring yourself so you can see all the chaos and be the center of the attention or be the center of the chaos. And you can pick and choose what you want to get involved in. Man, thank you so very much, Prince. This was dope. I look forward to talking more about the zone as we maybe establish a, a part two to this conversation. And those that have to understand, you know, the zone is always there. Mm. I'd be willing to become more aware of it. So officially, thank you all for joining us and uh, having this experience as we discuss more about the zone. For those of you all watching, listening, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to Prince Daniel Jr. YouTube page, as well as Game Beyond the Games uh, podcast. And you can also join us every week on Game Beyond the Games Facebook page live or recorded like this every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate you always. We always appreciate you, guys. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.